Also, good game yesterday. Just saying, good game. <laughs> What's going on? Ahoy, ahoy, Mr. Jason. How you doing, sir? See ya. Hey, we got Mr. Aaron Bailey here. See you as always. Lakazoo, how you doing? Yo, what's going on, Eric? And of course, we got Mr. David uh, Milana. How you doing? Love you too. Hello, darling. But Abel here. Uh, yeah, you can say that all you want, but you know, <laughs> it's not going to change the fact that yesterday happened. Just saying. Uh, what's going on, Stephanie? How you doing? It's going pretty good. Not not too bad for a Monday right now. You know, everybody's just kind of filing in. I don't know. It's probably not going to be too many people are going to show up for today's stream. I think everybody's just kind of like invading. You know, I, I thought about not having a stream today, but then I was like, eh, things happen. I'm home. Yes, it feels like a Sunday, but then it's like, hey, I gotta get in work mode. Gotta get in work mode. Gotta do all that. What's going on, Mr. Scully? How you doing, sir? But today, since I didn't go to the grocery store today, guys, I don't have my Monday wine. I didn't feel like going to the grocery store today. Plus, on Labor Day, probably would have been a little too crazy. So I have my Monday bourbon. Now it's bourbon today. That's right. So there you go. Yeah. So it's uh, it's Monday bourbon. So cheers. <laughs> Ah, ah, good stuff. Ah, salute, Clayface. How you doing? Yeah, go Dodgers, you guys. Yeah, well, I mean, sadly, didn't quite do it yesterday, did you? Didn't quite do it yesterday. Yeah, well, what can you do? I mean, it was it was great because I was over at my buddy's house in Palm Springs, and uh, we put it on after we got back. Was it when we got back or before we went out? I can't remember. <laughs> I think it was when we... Uh, before we went out yeah so it was great it was great to see them win of course um, I was not I was going into yesterday's game not confident at all by the way when it came to the Giants I thought okay it's gonna be another bullpen game they're going up against uh, Bueller um, I didn't ha I didn't have any confidence I don't know where all that came from but they they dug deep and they pulled out a win against Bueller against Bueller Bueller I mean huh yeah, that's no good. That's no good, but it's okay. It's fine. Whatever your manager is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's going on, Lane? How you doing, sir? Uh, you had to work today? That sucks. Yeah, well, I'm kind of working. I'm doing this thing. I'm doing my thing that I love to do, though. So Many games left in September. It's true. It's true. Many games left there. What's going on, Shadow Ghost? How you doing? Good to see you. Good to see you. But yeah, no, there's plenty of games left. We'll see what happens. But I'm just glad they won today. Beat the Rockies. And hopefully they uh, continue on with this streak because they were slumping a little bit right there. But anyways, guys, appreciate you guys clicking in as per usual. 
Uh, make sure you smash that like thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And then, of course, uh, make sure, you know, if you want to become a member, hit the join button. I do members only vlogs as well as uh, live streams. I'll probably do a members only vlog today, I'm thinking. And so you'll be able to get that. Or if you want to uh, join the Patreon, which is right up there, too. You want to help out that pirate ship. You can see I've got a couple of new shirts coming my way that I'm going to make sure they look good before I promote them. But, uh, yeah, was uh, doing some shirt stuff yesterday, which is good. Finally, I've been putting that off way too long, way too long. So, yeah. Did you get a new cam? Oh, yeah, I've had this new camera, Stephanie. Yeah, I've had this uh, for about two months now. I've had this new camera. And uh, it's delightful because I look oh so more pretty. You can see all, you know, all the imperfections in my face now. Yeah, I need to shave. I know. It's been a week since I've shaved or since I've, you know, done anything with my face. I was lazy today. Didn't want to. Didn't want to do my hair. Nothing. I, got, I spent the night at my uh, buddy's house last night. Cause you know, a little hot, you know, which was fun. My my Saturday plans fell through, which kind of sucked. But it was still, you know, over the weekend. Obviously, I had. I told you guys I had to move my uncle, um, and uh, did that. That was a pain in the ass. I have bruises. I have bruises from moving stuff. You know, so I'm. I, you know, I'm still feeling it. Still feeling it from Saturday. Yeah, to do a vodka stream. Four hours, wake up at 5.45, and then go help somebody move when it's just mainly you two moving all the heavy stuff. Yeah, that was fun. That was definitely fun. So, chase. Yeah, so, but, um, yeah. But other than that, pretty good weekend after that. It was like, like I said, plans fell through. I was hoping to watch the Dodgers and Giants game on Saturday somewhere because I can't watch it at home because it's blacked out. But those plans fell through, which is fine because that's the game that the Giants lost. It's okay, so... So then Saturday was just, you know, working on stuff. But then yesterday I went to Palm Springs and uh, hung out with some people, and that was fun. And uh, we got to watch the game, and I was happy with what happened and stuff. So, good, good, good. It's okay. You're not an observer of all that stuff. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Don't bust her. Don't bust her figurative balls, man. Anyway, so, but I appreciate you guys clicking in. Today was cool. Like I said, I woke up just. Had some breakfast, came home, relaxed a little bit, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I haven't really done much today, to be honest. I've been kind of lazy all day, because that's what you're supposed to do on Labor Day. You're supposed to be lazy on Labor Day, you know, but I know some people have to work on Labor Day, so doing good, doing good. So hopefully you guys had a good Labor Day weekend, and uh, we're going to be talking about this box office, of course, and a couple other few things that, of course, showed up today, and uh, hey, there might actually even be like a, a, a sketch or something that might be showing up, so we'll see what happens with that. We'll see what happens, but all right, so let's make sure that's all turned off. Okay, so let's go ahead and let's, uh, let's go through the tweets. Let's get to these tweets here, eh? See what happened in the Twitter world over the weekend. Or at least my Twitter world. Yeah. All right. So let me make sure I got this. Got that. All right. Somebody just posted Elon. What the hell? All right. Interesting. So. All right. Let's uh, let's go to these tweets. Here we go. All right. Are we already trying to cancel me already, Lane? Jeez. We just got here. We just started. You're already trying to cancel me? Just wait. Wait till I at least say something stupid before you cancel me, you know? All right. So we get going here. Um... Apparently, Megan Fox posted this right here. I mean, obviously looking pretty hot right there, but she says, when I tell you, this is the caption right here, when I tell you that the table at this Airbnb saw some things. So that table right there, she said, saw some things. So yeah, and I just kind of said, hey, long as they wiped it down, 
that's all that matters. Just wipe it down. I think they wiped it down pretty good. But yeah, you can, uh, you know, your own imagination can uh, come up with uh, the things that the table saw. I'm sure it saw some, uh, some, some interesting stuff. But again, just as long as it got wiped down, that's all. And I love this too. I love that Samu Liu was a, uh, it was a, he was a model for like stock photos that people use in like slides and stuff. It's so great that he was, <laughs> he was that guy. Yeah, point at the screen, point at the screen. You're at a board meeting, pretend like, you know, something's happening. I always wonder about these stock photos and how, what do they, what do they tell the models of these stock photos? What do they tell them, like, what to do, you know? Like, all right, pose like this, pose like that. But, yeah, talk about just growing, and now he's the star of his very own superhero flick for Marvel Studios. Pretty good stuff. I love that. And, yes, guys, um, you know, if you have a drink, you have something, raise it up, because we lost a good one today, man. We lost a good one. We lost a good uh, actor today. Sadly, too young, way too young, at 54 years old, Michael K. Williams, found dead in his apartment sadly uh we'll get to we'll get to that article in a little bit here but man cheers to to michael k he was uh he was one of those actors where you saw him he popped up in so many different things and when you saw him you went okay i'm gonna get something really good here it's gonna be a really good performance that's gonna be happening here and uh i know like recently he was like in lovecraft country which i still need to watch i hear he's great in that and i know like one of his most popular roles is in the wire a lot of people go, yeah, it's just sad. Just really sad, man. So cheers to uh, may he rest in peace. I mean, sadly, yeah, it sounds like it was a drug overdose, which you just never know. You just never know when it comes to you can have all the success in the world and uh, be on top of your game, but still struggle with demons, man. And it sounds like if that was the case, if it was definitely a drug overdose, man, it sounds like he still had some demons that he was trying to work through. And sadly, the demons came and uh, took him away at 54 years old. Cheers, Michael K. Williams, man. Really sad, really sad. Uh, yeah, it only, yeah, it's just uh, it's sad, man. That was uh, pretty shocking today. A lot of people have been uh, talking about that. We'll get to that. There's like an article about it, too. We'll get to later on in the, uh, in here, in uh, on the tweets right here. So, and then congratulations to uh, Scott, Scott McClellan and Tim Yoko. Um, we got a uh, Squadcast, DC Squadcast. They've been doing this for six years now, guys. Six years. So episode 316, make sure you guys go check it out, listen to it, because they're going to do a little bit of a format change. But yeah, they're going to be talking, of course, uh, talking about the, the last six years, I'm sure. I haven't listened to it yet. I plan on doing it tomorrow when, I, uh, when, I do, when I'm doing work. So hopefully, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Six years that they've been together. Oh, look at that beautiful score. Yes, yes, yes. The Giants won 10-5 to 5 today. <sighs> it's really nice. Really awesome. We got some Leslie Grace showing, uh, showing some appreciation for some fan art right here. Pretty good fan art. Some Valentin Romero art. Good job, sir. You even got her to, to uh, acknowledge it. That's pretty cool. And then we got uh, something new here. We got a new art contest, guys, because... I don't know what's going on with Warner Media, DC, what's happening, but apparently they, you know, um, they they wanted to do some kind of fan art contest, but it was kind of interesting because 
apparently when you did a drop down of what your main character that you were doing in the uh, in this art thing that they're doing it for DC fandom, there's no cyborg selection. There's Superman cyborg, but no actual cyborg. Kind of weird. Sounds kind of shady, but it is, you know, WB. I don't know what exactly is happening with all that. But apparently when people are trying to submit some Ray Fisher cyborg stuff, they don't have the option to choose him as like, oh, that's the main that's the main character that's in my art. But uh, we got some people right here. Aaron, Mr. Aaron Bailey, if you're still out there, hopefully you are. Um, I guess he's helping this out. But we got a cyborg art contest to show our support for both live-action cyborg actors. We want to see your artwork. Rules number one, your art must be original and feature one or both uh, Jovian uh, Wade or Ray Fisher cyborg. Entries must be uh, must reply to this post with the hashtag draw my cyborg. The winner will be voted on by the community. So have fun. So that's cool right there. So they're doing some good stuff right there for when it comes to cyborg, because I don't know what's going on with uh, all that. Is, that. is the chat working? I don't even know. Um, I don't think it is unless you guys. All right. Hold on a sec. Why is that like that? Jeez. Sorry. I had to make sure the chat was on live. Let's make sure. But anyways, sorry. Um, yeah, so if you guys want to do this, you guys know anybody who's uh, really good at making some fan art or whatever, make sure it's all original, though. No tracing. <laughs> no tracing. Um, but, yeah, make sure it's all original. This is pretty cool, so go check that out, guys. Like I said, we got all that right there. Um, are you guys still out there? Because the chat has not moved. I don't know if there's glitching or it's just, yeah, this is just going to be, yeah, just make it sure. I don't know. I haven't seen the chat move in a little bit, so just making sure you guys are still out there. All right, there you go. So there's Mr. Aaron, there's Aaron Bailey right there. So we're good. We're good. All right. So yeah, thank you for doing that, man. Make sure you uh, check that out. Check that out. Re reply to that. Reply to his tweet, and uh, do all that. And that'll be cool to see uh, which which pieces of art are showing up. Nobody, I know. Nobody, I know. You guys are not talkative today. Usually the the, the chat is moving very much. Yeah, <laughs> and it was just like it stood there for a bit, and I'm like, yeah, this is gonna be one of those days where. Uh, on a holiday, people aren't going to be uh, really talkative today. But hey, speaking of alcohol, Frank Sinatra always said, once said, alcohol may be man's worst enemy, but the Bible says, love your enemy. So I'm going to go with him and drink to that, to uh, old blue eyes right there. That's good enough for me right there. Good enough for me. I just got canceled, right? And yeah, here it is right here. And first off, fuck you to the New York Post for... For calling it an exclusive. I don't even want to do my normal voice. How is the death of somebody an exclusive? I think page six also had a title that said exclusive as well. But it's like, what the fuck? Why are you going to put an exclusive? Okay, this is somebody's life that just ended. That's not an exclusive, you dumbasses. What the fuck? I mean, seriously, what the shit? Yeah, but sad, yes, yeah, sad news about uh, Michael K. Williams. Like I said, um... Williams, 54, was discovered face down and unconscious in the dining room of his luxury Williamsburg pad with uh, what appeared to be heroin on, on the kitchen table. So, yeah, I mean, talk about suffering from some demons right there. Sucks, man. Sucks when this is the case. So, yeah, one of the acclaimed actors' um, nephews talked to him on Friday, and Williams was supposed to show up to an event on Saturday but never made it. Sources say the nephew then went to Williams' home Monday and someone called the cops to the address at 440 Kent Avenue just what yeah even yeah just before 2 p.m. saying there was a man who uh, was unresponsive and feels cold jeez man can you imagine that you're finding your uncle like that 
Ah, God damn. It sucks, man. It sucks. It's cold. Something that TMZ would do, right? I know. Why put an exclusive? It's not a fucking exclusive. Give me a break with all that stuff. Give me a break with all this stuff. And, uh... <laughs> All right, let's uh, lighten it up a little bit here. We'll lighten it up a little bit here because, well, um, did you guys, I mean, I posted this right here, okay? Posted this right here when it comes to, um, when it comes to, uh, <laughs> when it comes to Warner Brothers UK. So I don't know if you guys saw what exactly happened, but uh, when it came to, uh, when it came to them, all right? When it came to them, when it came to Warner Brothers UK, Something kind of uh, interesting happened where a lot of people, where stuff was trending. And if you guys want to kind of see what happened when it came to Warner Brothers UK and somebody tweeting something out today when it came, when it came to Idris Elba's birthday, this is kind of what sums it up right here. Love you, Idris. Love you. Love you in the Suicide Squad. Deadshot. Yeah. Did I just do a racisms? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you didn't mean it that way. It was probably just a little something confusion, but it's 2021. It will be perceived as such. I'm gonna go to the uh, unemployment line. Right now. Maybe get a new life. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty much what happened. Um, let me pull it up right here. I forgot to pull up the screenshot. I should have had that already ready to go. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so here's the screenshot right here. Um, all right, so here's the screenshot right here. So basically, when Warner Brothers UK, they decided to go, hey, some may know him as Stringer Bell, others as Deadshot. Happy birthday, Idris Elba. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they um, kind of did that whole thing where it's like, uh, nope, he was not Deadshot, he was Bloodsport. So whoops, whoops. Yeah, they kind of messed up. Some interns probably were like thinking, who knows? But yeah, I'm sure whoever did that, I mean, they went, oh my god, really? Oh my god, really? Did we? Did you just do that? You did not just do that. Please tell me you just you did not do that. But they did. And, uh, you know, it's funny because, you know, obviously you see a lot of people that saw this and passed the screenshot around. Of course, 2021, it's no joke. Yeah, you will de definitely get canceled for that because of uh, uh, confusing one black actor to another. That's not good. Not good. Um, so, I mean, even though it probably was just an honest mistake, who knows? But you think that somebody at Warner Brothers would be on top of that. But man, talk about just a foul up. And I just feel sorry for that intern, probably because they went, oh my God, I cannot believe I did that. But yeah, how do you do that? Who knows? I don't know who runs these Twitter handles. I know a lot of people were always commending Warner Brothers UK for some of their previous stuff, like supporting other things. But man, I tell you what, I tell you what, Deadshot and Bloodsport aren't even something that's similar in spelling. So yeah, someone just, uh, <laughs> it's just crazy. They tweeted it right uh, the first time. They had oh really? They had to have been trolling with this shit. Really? They tweeted it right the first time? No way. No way. They did not tweet it right. They did? I didn't know that. I just saw this tweet right here, and uh, yeah, like confusing Sam Jackson with Lawrence Fishburne. That was uh, that was Mr. Rubin, right over here at KTLA. He did that. 
that was funny. I actually laughed my ass off. Sam Rubin, I think is his name, because I don't really like Sam Rubin. Um, so I kind of found it funny. I, I just find it funny. I'm more, you just got to laugh at this thing. But uh, yeah, so it was, it was trending today. It was pretty funny. And it was like, holy crap, how do you mess that up? So I, I sent over that little gift, that little Ace Ventura gift, over to Warner Brothers UK because, whoops, that person's fired. <laughs> how do you mess up? I, who knows how you do that? It is funny, though, so there you go. That's what that was all about, just in case anybody was wondering why I did tweet that gift over to them. So good job, Warner Brothers UK. It's okay. It does happen. <laughs> uh, then hopefully you guys checked out the video yesterday. Yes, of course, we have uh, the new stealth suit for uh, Jason Momoa's Aquaman. Pretty cool stuff. And then look at this, guys. Yay! So... This might be in response to Shang-Chi's box office. It sounds like that's what it is. But Venom 2, Venom Let There Be Carnage, has moved up from its release date to October 1st, my birthday actually, uh, after this weekend's successful box office. So good job, Shang-Chi. And good job, everybody who showed up to, to the movie theater to watch Shang-Chi because now it looks like the rest of these movies are not going to get delayed because now they're finding more confidence, I guess, in the box office. It's all just very strange right now. Everything is just really weird. That's why I had to, you just have to call it the pandemic box office because everything's just so up in the air right now. But it's nice to see that they're now, Sony's confident enough that they bumped it up two weeks and stuff like that. But I know it's going to be like, I think it's just like exclusive, like eight, I think it's IMAX screenings. I don't think it's actually full on everybody, but yeah. So... This is good things. And everybody was kind of wondering what was going to be happening with Spider-Man No Way Home. Is that going to get delayed till next year? I almost still think that might be the case. But now I'm going, well, maybe not that we have a successful box office and we have Venom bumped up two weeks earlier. So this is good. This is good. This is a really good thing, guys. Hopefully nothing else happens. And, and then when people show up, hopefully people show up to Venom. Also, to, you know, bump the box office up a little bit. I mean, I know the box office is not going to change. It's definitely not going to change anytime soon. It's always going to be, there's always going to be that hesitation from a lot of people. It's just the way it is. We live in a whole new kind of society now where, you know, people aren't, if people aren't confident enough to go to the movie theater, that's perfectly fine. They could wait for it. There's going to be that 45-day window. I don't know what they're going to do. If Sony's going to do something like that, I'm sure there's going to be some kind of deal worked out, but... But I'm just glad that people showed up. Like, we'll talk about the box office numbers, of course, for Shang-Chi. And people definitely did show up, you know. And uh, it's good stuff. It's just good to hear. It's just, we, that's just what we want to, you know, for people who are totally all about going back to the, uh, to the movie theater. It's good news. It's really good news right here. And I, I, now I'm going to start dropping the whole think, the thinking of, of Spider-Man No Way Home getting delayed till next year. But I guess we'll, we'll see. But I, I think they're going to probably keep that date now. So I guess we'll see what happens. What's going on, Tony? Good to see you. Just talking about, just congratulating Andy Serkis and uh, Tom Hardy and all those guys bumping up Venom early because of the successful box office this weekend. Shang-Chi winning and just winning. Love it. All right. And then, and then here's a proper happy birthday from James Gunn. <laughs> And, uh, I mean, it looks like Idris Elba is, like, about to drop a deuce right here. But still, 
he looks like he's comfortable in his harness. But uh, yes, happy birthday to Idris Elba. You know, um, love your work. Love your work. <laughs> you know, I think we all. Idris Elba is just one of those guys that gets cast for it. You know, James Bond. I, I mean, I mean, I know there's like the race bending thing when it comes to James Bond. A lot of people don't like that. I mean, it, you know, understandable at the same time. But at the same time, he does have that James Bond presence to him. I mean, you hear the accent, you hear him talk. Tall, dark, and handsome. I mean, he looks great in a suit. I, I wouldn't hate it. Idris Elba is just one of those guys where it's just, he's very prolific. The dude fucking can fight too, by the way. I don't know if you guys know this, but he's gotten into the ring a couple of times and I'm, and the guy can actually fight. He can hold his own at 49 years old. I think he's like 49. Did he turn 49 or 50? It was like, he's 49, right? I can't remember exactly his age. Totally forgot what his age was, but man, but yeah, happy birthday to, to one of the best, uh, one of the best out there right now. So <laughs> who's trolling? Don't be trolling. Even, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. See, look at that. Even even Ben Shapiro, even uh, even I think what uh, Idris Elba would be, uh, he'd be a great bond. I'm just saying, he'd be a great bond. Don't make him a female, though, okay? Just, uh, it needs to be a male. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, Idris Elba. Yeah, totally. There's my terrible Ben Shapiro impression. But still, he would be, he would be an excellent bond. He definitely would be. Um, and then, of course, uh, <laughs> this is pretty funny right here. Doctor Strange multiplying the train. Tobey Maguire having flashbacks. How, how, how do you hold? I mean, geez, that's going to be a little rough right there, I would say. That would be a little rough. I like this right here. Doctor Strange, Darth Vader, knocking out Anakin. Good stuff. Plastic action. I like that. Really like that. Ah, really like Yeah, it's yeah, not rocket side. There's a nice little shot from uh, On Leather Wings, which was the very first episode that we covered on Batman the Phantomated stream. The Man Bat episode, such a great episode. Really good stuff. But yeah, I love this right here. Yeah. Uh, Simulu was like, I did one stock photo shoot for 100 bucks cash in 2014, and I, I have ended up on hundreds of ads and storefronts and pamphlets and textbook covers. And then now he's leading his own movie. It's great stuff. You, like, you, lo you love that. You love that. And I guess this is like the new meme that's happening right now, guys, using, uh, using um, MJ, uh, Kirsten Dunst MJ. I, apparently, a lot of people are using this meme, but I love that. He said, he said. <laughs> so, uh, that was a good one. I laughed on that one. I said now, boy. I said I now, boy. Yeah, so it's pretty good. And then uh, anybody who's excited for the Chucky TV series, this is an awesome poster. I really like this poster. Very creative. Good job, whoever created this poster. Because sometimes posters yep, can suck, but this one looks pretty damn good with the reflection of Chucky. That's I really, really dig this poster. I don't know if I really care that there's going to be a Chucky series, kind of over the whole Chucky thing. Uh, but, you know, for people who are fans of Chucky, at least you're getting a TV series, right? But I think that poster is fucking awesome. And then it's uh, Michelle Yeoh. Yo, I mean, come on. If you guys don't haven't seen some of her old fight scenes, I mean, she's a badass. I mean, she's always been a badass, still a badass. If you watch Shang-Chi, you can see that she definitely is still a badass. So, uh, yeah, somebody posted this right here in one of her old movies 36 years ago. Yes, madam. And, uh, I mean, come on. You know, if you want to talk about Jackie Chan, you got to talk about Michelle Yeoh, too, man. Because she was just on a whole other level, man. A whole other level. Let's get more films like that, huh? Let's get more films like that. This is pretty funny right here. So, we got, of course, <laughs> he gets shot very... <laughs> uh, it's very much like uh, at the end of Deadpool 2. It's like, nah, just shoot him. Just shoot him. Just shoot him. Just shoot. 
Really good work, John Carey P. Yeah, that's pretty funny. It's pretty funny right there. I like that. Hey, guys, Ben Affleck. Look at Ben Affleck. Looking pretty uh, fit right here. And if you look a little closer, that beard is trimmed down. Just saying. We're getting close. Or maybe it hardly happened. Who knows? But we're getting close to Ben, I guess. I mean, you look closely, that you know, that beard is not thick. Now, there might be some stubble there, but uh, yeah, he definitely trimmed down. So, god damn. I just want to see him in the bat suit one more time. Can at least we get that? I mean, I want to see him more than one more time, but at least for, you know, the, the flash. Let's see what that looks like. Please. Please. And then we got to uh, make sure you guys checked out, if you're keeping up with uh, Chapter by Chapter, Dune, that uh, Scott and Meg are doing. They posted a new episode right here for Chapter to Chapter. I'm still reading, of course, Dune as well. Hopefully I'll have it done. It's just hard to find sometimes find time to read some more chapters. But hopefully I'll have it done by when the movie comes out. So make sure you guys check that out. And uh, then, of course, a lot of people are reporting that, you know, the Snyder Cut physical copy that's coming out. And uh, I'm going to go pick myself up a copy. So look forward to that. Yeah. And then, of course, yeah, tomorrow. So there you go. So it's today, right? Today it got released? Yeah. Or no, that's tomorrow. It's released tomorrow, uh, the 7th. I have the wrong date on my, uh, on my watch right here. But, yeah. So tomorrow, hopefully you guys are going to be picking up your copies. I posted, of course, uh, the Amazon link on my Twitter if you guys wanted to, you know, if you guys needed that. But I'm sure you could find it somewhere. It'd be cool. Uh, yeah. And uh, hey, Giants or hey, Dodgers fans, I'm just saying this is this is the Giants. This is the Giants manager right here. Just saying, you know, dude's pretty jacked, pretty vascular. Look at those veins. Jeez. Gabe Kapler right there. Giants, Giants manager. OK. You know, nothing against Roberts or anything like that, you know, but I'm just saying. Ah, good, you know, square jaw. Guy's a beast. Guy's a beast. Yeah. But yeah, there you go. See, I like I like that. I like my directors also to be fit too, you know. So managers fit. I think that's that's cool. That's cool right there. So it's a good image. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Giants, baby. Look at that beautiful scarf. Ah, well, that was that was from the night before, right? Yeah, that was from last. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. Yeah, where the Dodgers fans at? That's right. Beat L.A. And then speaking of that, oh uh, man, Samuel Liu, he threw out the first pitch. He threw out the first pitch, man. Look at that. Threw out the first pitch. Bam. And then he did a backflip. That's awesome, man. Just did a freaking backflip right on the mound. Good stuff. Gotta love it. That's right. Shang-Chi wearing a Giants uniform in your face. In your face, Dodger fans. Just saying. Yep. Yeah. And I had a little photo shoot on Saturday. Like I said, since my plans fell through, I was having some fun. Went to uh, the comic book shop, and I got my, uh, I got, of course, the Samurai Batman. I got him. Uh, I also got Ben Solo, because let's face facts, guys. We needed an entire movie with Ben Solo like this. I, I, I don't know why they didn't decide to make him turn to good at the end of Last Jedi. I think that's what they should have did. So then we could have had an entire movie on good Ben Solo. No Kylo Ren, just a Ben Solo. And so when I saw this pop, I went, I got to have it. Come on. I love it when he did that. That was one of my favorite parts of the movie right there. So, And then, of course, I got Shang-Chi. <laughs> Had to get Shang-Chi. I got the one where he's kicking because it's cooler than the regular one. 
So I also got a Shang-Chi uh, pop. So there's my little photo shoot. Obviously, you could see my, my personal uh, film junkie pop in the background looking on. So good stuff. And then, of course, we'll be talking about all that. Yep, I think we're pretty much pretty much good. Hopefully, you guys watch the vodka stream. Yep. Uh, yeah, somebody made this somebody made this uh, poster right here. This does not work. This just this this looks like Toby Maguire slash Joshua Jackson Pacey, you know, mess, messy hair. Somebody try to be creative and be like, all right, we're gonna use Toby Maguire's eyes and nose. We're gonna use Andrew Garfield's hair, and we're gonna use Tom Holland's mouth. But it didn't quite work out. It just looks like Toby Maguire put a little too much gel in his hair, or he was had the top down on his convertible. I don't know. Just didn't quite work, but I, I thought it was funny. I was like, you tried. You at least tried with that. I don't know if it's a very cool fan-made poster. I don't think it is. But, yeah, look at that, guys. Snyder Cut in Walmart. Look at all that. Got to love it. Got to love it. Got to love it. Ah, good stuff. So, And, uh, oh, yeah, rest in peace to uh, Willard Scott, legendary weatherman of today. He died at the age of 87. Pretty full life. But, yeah, you always would talk about, you know, you'd always... Uh, wish everybody a happy birthday and everything. So rest in peace, Willard Scott, man. Willard Scott. All right. I think we're good with. Uh, I think we're good with the tweets right here. Whoop, whoop. Let's see the Batman sound. Hold on. I'm making sure I don't. <laughs> the whoosh sound. Uh, all right. What the hell? Gotta turn that off. See, still, I'm still, still trying to learn freaking streamlabs. My little bit was about to sh start again. So. Anyways, guys, all right, let's talk about that box office. Let's talk about the box office. Shang-Chi hits pretty big at the pandemic box office, remember? So, um, I mean, yeah, normally a movie, you know, a Marvel Studios movie would do a lot better, but still people are not comfortable enough going out. That's perfectly fine. But it did, uh, it did in fact, make uh, break some records, I guess you could say. Labor Day, it's good. Because normally you don't have a Marvel movie that comes around. Has there been a Marvel movie that comes out on Labor Day? I don't think so. Usually they kind of stay within the summer months, and then September they kind of not so much. But um, let's see. We'll look at the uh, we'll look at the box office right here for Shang Chi. Box office mojo, of course. All right, so here it is right here. It made uh, seventy five point five million dollars at the domestic box office, which exceeded some projections because I think they were thinking fifty sixty when it came to. Uh, when it came to the box office for the domestic box office, and then internationally, it made 146.2. Not too shabby because they were thinking about 90 million dollars worldwide. So, yeah, so that helped out. So it's pretty much almost twice as much. Well, not eh, almost, not not quite. Man, eh, not twice as much. But you know, it's it's good. It's good to see that people went out to uh, this to go see Shang Chi because. It's a good movie. It's I really enjoyed it. You saw my review. I didn't sadly I didn't get to my spoiler discussion of it. I just didn't have time, and uh, you know. And then when on Saturday, I just I wasn't in I wasn't in video shooting mindset. I was more just like, eh, I'm just gonna kind of relax a little bit and work on some other things. So I didn't get to my spoiler discussion for Shang Chi. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it'll be fine. I don't you know. Obviously, it was a post credit scene, and uh, it wasn't like too. I don't know. I don't know if we have to like get too much in. I, I still won't get into spoilers just in case nobody's seen it. But you know, it it, it did it, the the story kind of you know it all kind of explains it. We know what's happening. What's what's going on? You got the Mandarin dad. 
mom, all this stuff, kind of know. Everybody's pretty much seen it, so I don't know if I really needed to go a full-on spoiler discussion, but you guys just know I enjoyed it. Can't wait to see it again because, yeah, this is definitely something that Marvel needed by just kind of, you know, something fresh, something different, something unique. The fight choreography, beautiful cinematography, even though the color grade, the color grade still suffers. I don't know if it's Kevin Feige's, like, specific color grade. Sometimes I just, you look at some of these frame, the frames, the frames of uh, these Marvel movies, and you kind of go like, man, why is the color grade just not, it's just, there, you could really just adjust it to make it, to some of the shit jump out a little more. I mean, there's some, there's some shots in Shang-Chi that really pop, but I'm just kind of going like, man, that color grade sometimes, I could just, you just adjust it just a little bit. But yeah, 146, uh, 1,200, uh, 146 million, I should say, 200,000. So not too shabby. I mean, yes, it's still, still not, it's still not to where it was at one point. I mean, usually like if this movie, if there was no pandemic happening, this movie probably would have did probably more and the, probably would have done twice as much. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know exactly how to quantify. How do you, how do you look at all that now specifically? But, um, it's just nice because, you know, you always got that. Uh, and then of course, free guy, free guy only dropped 33.3%. So free guy is still running pretty strong, by the way, 241.7 million. So that's good. So the box office, you know, when it comes to those two movies, and then Candyman, 50 million worldwide. And you better believe that this budget was pretty low. It's a horror movie. It definitely was pretty low. So that's good right there. So, but I'm just saying, like, what I always hate seeing, and I knew, and it started, I started seeing it because, um, you know, so when it comes to the box office, I don't get why people just want everything to fail. I don't understand. There's like a little pocket of, of, uh, People, whether it's YouTube or whatever the hell, film, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, I don't know. There's always like that little sanction that thinks, I mean, sadly, what woke culture did, what woke culture actually did was, yeah, there's a lot of woke things and you kind of go, you kind of see it, you look at things, you go, oh my God, yeah, you totally under, they're just trying to check boxes. Yes, I totally see that. We, a lot of people see that. But then now what that, what that, the reaction to that, to woke culture is now you got this, this constant side of like any kind of fandom that constantly pushes back on everything everything is woke everything is woke so obviously you have people that think again however you felt about the movie is how well it did at the box office so you have like a little sanction of of uh you know youtubers and whatnot saying that that shang chi flopped that it's a woke movie and this that and this and i'm kind of going like i watched the movie i didn't really see any wokeisms in there i thought I, they actually did a very good job of trying to avoid that i thought it was like yeah they just told this story it's like an asian character it's a chinese character it's perfectly fine they weren't trying to like throw something in your face or anything like that but there's that little sanction that you see those thumbnails that say it's a flop it's a fail it's gonna flop and then you see these people that that also do the whole thing of like they show their movie theater look how empty it is yeah that's right movie's gonna flop hey let me take a screenshot of fandango when i'm trying to pick my seats look at how many seats are available movie's gonna flop movie's gonna flop i'm like yeah because your specific theater was not, didn't have that many people. So that means like the whole fucking world's just not showing up to the movie. And well, it exceeded projections. So I guess, I don't know. I just hate that. I fucking hate that. It's like, yeah, I get it. There's woke shit. And you could spot that shit a mile away. And I, you know, and I'll cringe at it. You guys seen me. I all complain about, I'll rant about certain things that, that they do in Hollywood. Yes, I totally understand that. But not everything is. 
that's the thing. It's like not everything is fucking woke. People showed up to the box office. Maybe they didn't show up to yours. They didn't show up to your movie theater. That's that's just what happens. But I always hate that. It seems like everybody wants, there's always just somebody that wants every movie to fail. Like there's always a group that just wants a big movie to fail. And I'm going, why do you want a big movie to fail? Why? Why? I don't get it. But whatever. I want everything to be at least successful. You know what I mean? Because when, when, especially comic book movies, when they keep on being successful, that means more comic book movies are coming out from both sides. That's the way I look at it. Do I have to like it, every one of them? No. No. You know? I thought Shang-Chi was better than the Suicide Squad. But I, if then you have that little side of the, of, the, of the fandom, the Snyder fandom, that, of course, wants to compare and contrast. They want to compare that. And they're saying, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Suicide Squad, they flopped. You know, the look of Shang-Chi. I'm like, yeah, because they're the exact same kind of fucking movie, right? An R-rated movie that can also be watched at home if you have an app. You can just watch it at home. As opposed to a PG-13 movie about an Asian character that is different. PG-13, it's out in the theaters. You can't watch it at home. It's a little bit of a difference. So I love it when people try to do that. They try to compare the box office. Try to pin them against each other and pin all this stuff. God, can we just be happy? Just be happy. Just be happy that this shit's coming out. That's all. Can we just do that? Maybe? I don't know. All right. Rant over with. Rant over with. I think that's good. But I'm, I'm just happy that the, uh, I'm just happy that the, uh, that it all, that it all pretty much worked out. It all worked out. Yeah, it's all your fault. Dave, please ban Jose. Why am I going to ban Jose? What did he do? What did he do? Yeah, the yeah the DC and Marvel rivalry is really stupid too. Yeah, I know none of the none of the people involved care. I mean, yeah, there's always going to be competition, which is good. That means the quality goes up. When there's competition, the quality goes up. That's the way it works. That's the way it works. But when it comes to fans and all, you know, the tribalism that happens, that's what I don't like. I don't like that stuff. But what can he do? He's going on a rant, and the chat is going at it about the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Returns, or Dark Knight uh, Rises. Oh, we're going to talk about the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises again. Don't do that. Don't do that. Please don't do that. No, don't do that. All right. So there's that topic. That's the main thing. So congratulations to everybody involved in Shang-Chi. Like I said, it was excellent. It was a nice, it was just refreshing to get something unique and different. And I'm glad that people showed up to the box office. Yeah, it's not quite there. But and I know that's what people like to use in their fucking arguments of like, oh, yeah, yeah, but Black Widow, oh, yeah, but this made that. It's like, yeah, well, it's still it's a different thing. Uh, overall, it did well. Guess what? There's going to be more Shang-Chi, so get used to it. You know, I, if you think it's woke, whatever, I guess. What, power to you. I didn't really see any wokeisms really in the movie. I just I just enjoyed the fucking movie. Because sometimes you could just sit there and enjoy the fucking movie, not rip it apart. It's a, it's a, it's a woke agenda. It's a woke agenda. Look at that. Ah, ah, Get out of here. Get out of here. All right. Jared Leto. What are you doing, sir? Huh? You guys saw this. I saw this, and I was like, ooh, look at Jared Leto. Yeah, for those of you that didn't see this, um... Let me find it real quick. Yeah, so Jared Leto decided to go, I guess, onto his Instagram, it's looking like. And uh, he posted a nice little image, a nice little image of this right here. Look at that. So he posted this little fan art right here. 
that shows, uh, you know, some of that uh, uh, apocalyptic, uh, you know, nightmare scene of Joker holding up the cowl of Batman and blood all over him with a SWAT vest and everything. We got dead. We got Deathstroke right here. We got some parademons. We got Wonder Woman. It looks like right there. Or is that Mira? That's Mira, not Wonder Woman. What am I thinking? Cyborg. We got Flash right here. Some, uh, you know, Superman. Some more parademons, and then of course we got Betrayal. What's happening right here? Whoa! Look at this. Just saying. This is cool. So, I don't know. I mean, he, he probably just came across it. I'm not saying that this means anything. I'm not looking too far into it when it comes to stuff. But it's nice that he did that. It's just nice. It's nice that Jared Leto was like, hey, he showed some appreciation for someone's art that he came across. And uh, you know that he wants more. He wants to do more. We know this. We know that Leto is, all, is down to do more Joker. So, it's like, fucking hell. Give it to him. Now, has he talked to David Ayer? Who knows? I hope so. Maybe. I don't know if he's actually talked to David Ayer. Your guess is as good as mine when it comes to that. I don't know. Um, so, it's interesting. But uh, I, I like that. I mean, goddamn. I mean, just to... Okay, I, I think I, ha I, I definitely know what the kind of tea that I'm actually going to... Um, talk about in my vlog after this for uh for the members only uh, so look forward to it you know just something that was was said to me uh, a few months ago i'll uh yeah so yeah members look forward to that like i said if you want to become a member do that i'll, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of tea when it can when it comes to the um when it comes to the vlog that I'm going to do today. But anyways, um, we know that Leto wants to do more. We know that he wants to do that. He was looking back into the whole killing of Robin and everything. He was really digging that. He, you know, just he would love more. He definitely would love more. We want to see more. And hopefully we get to see, of course, the air cut that has more of his footage in there. But then, of course, we want to we, just what, what what Zach has said, what he specifically said would be would be happening in the sequel. And it'd be obviously in the nightmare world and just have that i always forget what it's called you know you know when they when they do the flashback thing the perspective flashback i always forget what that that word is i know you guys will remind me in the chat of what uh what exactly that means i, I like what that word is i always for, forget because me i yeah yeah you know, i i burn my brain cells <laughs> hmm. ha. anyways but uh, we know that, that that we would see that story of Joker killing the Dick Grayson Robin from the two different perspectives of Batman and Joker at a table, at a table with other characters. So we're talking about, I mean, we're talking about um, Deathstroke, Mira, all those guys would be there listening to this story. Ah, oh, it would be something so fantastic. I mean, just to get more of what we got. Rosh, Rashomon, Rashomon, Rashomon. There you go. Rashomon. I always forget. I always... Yeah, you know, I was for some reason I always forget that term, but Rashomon, yeah, where you basically see the two different perspectives, flashback, it'd be something so sweet. I, I would say if that actually happened, that scene, that that whole scene, that whole sequence of everything, it would just full on just fucking goosebumps on your taint, man. I mean, that would, you know, when it comes to the nightmare scene in Zack Snyder's Justice League, the exchange between Joker and uh, and and Batman, I mean, that is almost up there. I mean, I still think the, the interrogation scene from Dark Knight is just a wee bit, just a little bit better, but it's close, man. I mean, it's close, but can you imagine having a scene like this? This would probably, this would blow the Dark Knight scene out of the water, I think. If we would have this exchange where they would talk like this, oh my God, damn it, dude. Oh, 
it would just blow it right out of the freaking water right there. So, oh, just, oh, I mean, just thinking about it right now. I mean, it just makes it, oh, oh. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. So I don't know what Jared Leto's doing, but, hey, keep on posting more art stuff. That's all I'm, I'm about it. I'm all about it. All right, let's talk about the Russo brothers. Marvel. Did you guys hear about this? So, apparently, with, uh, like, the Russo brothers were going to, well, they were going to make another movie. They were going to make another Marvel movie. They're going to make another Marvel Studios movie, of course, which I'm all about. It's fine because I dig all the Russo brothers uh, movies that they put out there uh, when it comes to Marvel. Um, I always thought that, you know, Civil War. I thought, I thought they always did better with Spider-Man than Spider-Man in his solo movies. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. But I always thought that Spider-Man and Civil War and Infinity War were better than his own movies. I don't know. Man, it's just me. I don't know. That's just, I always thought, and same with Black Panther even too. I don't know. Very interesting. But anyways, um, but the Russo brothers were going to do another one. But after the whole Scarlett Johansson lawsuit, now they're basically at an impasse is what's being talked about. An impasse. And it's kind of, it's pretty interesting because, I mean, that's what was uh, talked about over the weekend right here it says right here russo brothers at an impasse to direct another marvel movie after scarlett johansson lawsuit scarlett johansson's lawsuit blah 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 yeah so when it came to filmmakers joe and anthony russo to think twice about returning for a new marvel movie with four marvel studios movies under their belts the russo brothers seemingly departed the mcu after directing the biggest movie of all time in 2019 the pair have frequently spoken uh hypothetically uh, about returning for uh um, for projects, films like an adaption of Secret Wars and everything. So they've talked about that. But according to the White Wall Street Journal, they wrote that since the lawsuit has been, filled, or has been filed, that the pair hit an impasse in negotiations to direct another Marvel movie and that the discord between talent and the studio left them unsure how their next movie would be distributed and how they would be paid. So... And yeah, apparently they've always been uh, down for a Secret Wars movie, which I know a lot of people would wa want to see that. But so that's very interesting. So now you even got directors going, whoa, wait a minute here. I don't know about this. I don't know. It's all right. You could just give Joss Whedon a call. He'll direct a movie for you. <laughs> oh, God. Now he's in hiding in his dungeon. That's what's happening with, with Whedon. No, but... uh. It's, it's interesting. Now, I mean, with everything that's happened, and, and there was like a thing that came out too where it said that Kevin Feige fought for it not to be released on Disney Plus premiere, which again, everything is so weird right now. Pandemic box office. That's what I'm just going to call it. Pandemic box office. Who knows when we're going to get out of it, but it's like, what are you supposed to do? Like, what are you supposed to do? Would Shang-Chi, when, when you look at Shang-Chi and you look at those numbers, that wasn't released in premiere, you know, the premiere access when it comes to Disney Plus. It wasn't released like that. Jungle Cruise, I guess, was like, or Black Widow was the last one, or Jungle Cruise, or whatever the hell. I think it was whatever. I don't know. It's like, what do you do? What exactly do you do? And like, so, so when it comes to negotiations with, further, with future talent, like directors and actors, don't you just incorporate some of the back end when it comes to the Disney Plus of $30 that people pay extra? Don't you just work that into the contract or is Disney trying to be, you know, trying to be slimy and stupid and just like kind of going like, no, no, you don't need to do it like that. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's all box office, man. It's, it's going back to normal. Yeah. People are going back out to the box office. You see that? Yeah. It's all good. No, I, I don't I don't know how you just don't work that in. 
It's weird. It's all very strange, but, uh, you know, what can you do? But, hey, power to them, you know? They're not going to, if they if they think that their shit's not going to be released or distributed and they're not going to get paid what they should be paid, then don't do it. Don't do it. But, yeah, Disney, Marvel, get your shit together when it comes to all this. Okay, even though, like, yeah, it's all very much up in the air and somebody's trying to figure out exactly what to do, it seemed like you were kind of on the right, right path when it came to, but they're, Maybe just do like the whole, uh, uh, I don't know, a seven-day window, a 14-day window. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody figure it out. That's a lot smarter than me. That's what it is. So, anyways, get your shit together, Disney, before you start losing all your talent. Just saying. All right. And now we got, okay, now no more time. I mean, we're having... We haven't had the need to talk about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Now we're going to be talking about Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt because Angelina Jolie, while being interviewed over the weekend or last week because it got released over the weekend with The Guardian, basically threw Brad Pitt under the bus. Threw him out, threw him in the fire. Yeah, just threw him, like threw him in the fire. And uh, if you guys didn't see this, you'll see what I'm talking about here. So... And it's kind of interesting. It's really kind of interesting right here. So, well, I don't really exactly have a screen to go to. It's just this is the this is the part in the article that that um, that she talks about this. So it says right here in twenty and uh, two thousand nine, Pitt starred in Quentin Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards, co-produced by the Weinstein Company. In twenty twelve, she says Pitt approached Weinstein to work as a producer for the noir thriller Killing Them Softly, which the Weinstein Company later distribute distributed. In uh, doing so, Jolie felt he was mi uh, minimizing the sexual assault she had endured by, of course, uh, gross, disgusting Mr. Harvey Weinstein. We fought. This is her quote right here. We fought about it. Of course, it hurt, Jolie says, about Pitt being happy to work with Weinstein despite knowing he had assaulted her. She avoided attending promotional events for the film. All right, so that's what's happening right there. And, you know, it's hard to gauge, like, whether... Is this true? What's happening? Of course, we're not going to ever know fully what was going on. I already know. I, I read something somewhere else that said Pitt's, you know, Pitt's, um, Brad Pitt, he didn't, he hasn't said anything, but like his, I don't know, his side is saying she's full of shit, blah, blah, blah. But what's interesting about this is the fact that they are going still through, you know, child custody stuff, all this, you know, there's things like that. There's things like that that they're going through. And it's like, really, you're just going to throw the man under the bus because of the Weinstein thing. Even though there's so many other... I mean, you could throw so many actors, so many celebrities under the bus. I mean, Oprah Winfrey. How many times have we seen people show that image of her kissing Harvey Weinstein? I mean, so many people kiss that man's ass. But, I mean, obviously, like, anybody he's assaulted, they're not going to kiss her asses. And I, do I believe that, that Harvey Weinstein assaulted Jolie? Absolutely. I... Yeah, that guy was a fucking slob. I mean, he was disgusting. But what's all, what's interesting about this is the fact that we can go back to 2019. We can go back to 2019 where Gwyneth Paltrow says Brad Pitt threatened to kill Harvey Weinstein over alleged harassment. So we got one Brad Pitt ex saying that, oh, yeah, he, he didn't care. He wanted to work with Harvey Weinstein, this, that, and this. And we got another ex who's not in not involved in a child custody divorce kind of thing, saying that, oh, yeah, he fucking threatened to kill him. So it's just kind of interesting. It was the equivalent of throwing him against the wall. 
Pitt then allegedly told Weinstein, if you ever make her feel uncomfortable again, I'll kill you. So there's that. So it's like, which one? <laughs> he was wanting to work with it. And then, you know, stuff, other stuff that I was reading when it came to this situation, uh, Pitt's corner is basically saying like, oh, no, it's not like he was like personally asked Harvey Weinstein to do anything. He was just just the company distributed the movies or whatever the hell. So it's pretty much just like, what do you do with that? What do you do with that? You know, well, it's all, I don't know. And it's all very interesting when it comes to all this. It's all very interesting because, you know, like I said, you have one ex who, you know, from years and years ago that threatened Harvey once he said, yeah, yeah, he totally threatened Harvey once. And then you have another one going like, oh yeah, he was totally wanting to work with him and stuff like that. I don't know. It's all very, who knows? Nobody's going to know. We're not going to know. And we're just going to go by he said, she said kind of stuff. But when I read that about Angelina Jolie, I kind of went, well, she is, you know, they are doing that child custody thing, divorce and whatever. And then it reminded me how Gwyneth Paltrow and even Pitt talked about it. It's like, yeah, he threatened him at one point. So I don't know what you want to take it, take it or leave it. Who knows? So who knows when it comes to all of the situation. But I'm just glad we're not hearing about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp this time. Right. It's a whole different couple. Yeah, because everything has to be out there. All the dirty laundry just out there. But I think it's a little it seems a little bit, you know, it's a little sus, as the kids say, a little sus that since they're going through this whole ordeal of divorce and, and child custody, that she just happens to throw that out there like, oh, yeah, let me just throw out the Harvey Weinstein thing. See what that happens. Huh, pretty boy? That's right. I got you. Anyways, so that's pretty much it when it comes to the topics right there. Seems like everybody's still talking about uh, MCU stuff in the chat. <laughs> What's going on, Andre? How you doing, buddy? That's right. Giants in first place. Because they're awesome. Because they're awesome. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Where am I at here? All right. So let's go ahead and... Um, Get to the Twitter questions for the end of the show here. We'll get to these uh, Twitter questions. Boop, boop. All right, so here we go. What do you guys got to say on Twitter right here? Hey, Dave, have you been killing them softly? Yes, I have. That movie is actually not that bad. Uh, you know, it's not a bad movie, killing them softly. All right, Eric. Hey, Dave, place your bets. After Horse Latitudes and Rebel Moon, which non-DC project on this docket, on his docket, would you most want him to direct next? Uh, King Arthur in the Old West, the Fountainhead, his American Revolution film, something else. Um, I, I still want to see his version of Fountainhead, to be honest. That'd be pretty sweet. Edward, hey Dave, Shang-Chi box office shows you MCU fans stick together, which is awesome. How do you feel about the recent number, recent Amber Heard stuff with Aquaman 2, which people didn't mind her in the Snyder Cut, even with the uh, five-minute additional scene? I mean, I think I don't think people are gonna go get too crazy with it. Seems like it's fine. I don't know. I don't know how to. Uh, I don't know if there, I didn't hear about any recent stuff, but maybe it's just, you know, the, the justice for Johnny Depp people are always going to be throwing shade at her. So Michael, Hey Dave, congrats on your giants. Thank you. Uh, I know you watch football. I can't remember if you ever said you have a favorite football team. If so, in 49ers, if not who, I don't have a favorite football team. I like to play fantasy football. 
Um, I just did my drafts for both of my leagues. One of them was an automated one, so I, I don't even know. I totally forgot that I had a draft last night, even though I did remember, but then I forgot because I was in Palm Springs. So it just automatically drafted my players. So, yeah. So, but I got two, um, two leagues that I'm in, so it's going to be pretty cool. So, uh, Ronak, do you think Marvel will continue dominating DC? I honestly don't see how DC can become more mainstream nowadays with Marvel overlapping it every uh, movie release. Even the bad Marvel movie gets, uh, yeah, uh, it'll happen. One of the, it, there'll be a shift change one of these days. I think it'll eventually happen. Ryan. Just a quick happy Labor Day. If you wear white tomorrow, we'll be super disappointed. I'll try not to. I'll try not to. I don't really own a lot of white clothing, so I think I'll, I'll be all right. Kevin, even though, even though there are people who do not like Titans, one has to admit there are more people who watch this show than Loki, Mandalorian, and WandaVision, according to Parrot Digital Original Charts. Thoughts? I didn't know that. I, I don't think that's the case. That seems a little weird. I don't think, to me, it seems like the Marvel movies get, and Mandalorian got watched way more than with Titans. But I could be wrong, but it just seems a little strange. Uh, Mr. Futuro, do you think there is a chance of Leto as Joker in The Flash? Nah. Is Warner looking for the Russo brothers for the next JL project? Nah. Nah on both of those. Nah on both of those. Mr. Lane. Hey, Dave. Garza teased something about some execs leaving if the air cut is announced. Can you elaborate on that? Well, I didn't catch, uh, I didn't catch when he talked about that. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, with the whole merger, I, I, I'm definitely thinking that people are going to be, uh, some of these execs are going to be losing their jobs for sure. But uh, if the air cut got announced, I mean, who knows? I, I would say that the merger is more, that's, what's going to happen is people are going to lose their jobs. I wouldn't, I don't know, but I, I would have to listen to what I'd have to hear what Garza had to say about it more, more context. John odds on Warner brothers bearing the sales figures for Zack Snyder's justice league. I know, right. Are we going to get those numbers? Uh, hopefully we get those numbers. Cause that'll show us again, how great that movie is. Mr. Do et Tiamat. I don't know if I'm saying you're right. Uh, are you going to co-stream Netflix's Tadam, Tadam, Tadam event? Really interested in the Cowboy Bebop update. Now, I probably won't do a co-stream now, but I might, I'll be reporting stuff that came out of there. That's about it, you know, so that's all. Yeah, so, I, but I, but when it comes to DC fandom, I'm still trying to figure out exactly how I want to approach that. How much streaming do I plan on doing with all that or just reaction videos? Who knows? I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll definitely figure it out. But when it comes to uh, their Netflix thing, I don't think that's I don't think I'm going to do any kind of uh, co-stream with that. So thank you for asking. Thank you, everybody else who asked the questions, too. And we'll go ahead and wrap wrap this Labor Day version of Film Junkie live up. And hopefully you guys uh, hopefully you guys, uh, you know, dug it a little bit. I know. It is. It is. Still feels like the weekend. It's all. Everything's all crazy. But uh, I thank you guys for uh, joining Film Junkie Live today. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Subscribe to the channel. Join if you want to get the uh, members only uh, vlogs and the live stream I'll be doing for members only tomorrow. So go ahead and do that. Patreon is right up there too if you want to help out that pirate ship. See what I'm working on and whatnot. And then of course the Film Junkie Closet, which that's what I was working on. Is some of those shirts. Check it out down below. Everything is all there. 
And uh, yeah, you guys are awesome, man. It's per usual. Happy Labor Day. And uh, again, may you rest in peace, Michael. Um, um, I'm totally trolling a blank. <laughs> Jeez, totally drawing a blank on his name right now. What the hell? See, that's where my brain is right now. Totally brain is just Williams, Mr. Williams. Jesus Christ. I was like, wait, Williams? That's fit, right? God, see, I need to, I need to eat something. I haven't eaten anything since breakfast. So I'll talk to you guys later. We'll see you. Turn that off. All right, guys. Bye.